welcome to High on Horror. I am one of your three hosts, Miles. I'm Chris. And I'm Josh. And uh, we'll have a catchy catchphrase for the beginning of every episode at some point, but I think it is early to uh, determine that. This is the first episode, y'all. I'm so excited for High on Horror, man. Let's get this demon baby out into the world and let it crawl around on its spider legs while it rotates its head full speed and roars at us. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you ever see that movie, Devil Baby? <laughs> I keep thinking of that Masters of Horror episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> baby. <laughs> so I guess that's a good place to start. So the start of this podcast comes because on the Disc Dump podcast in October, it was just the three of us doing all of the Masters of Horror movies, and we enjoyed each other's company so much that now we are just starting a podcast where this is what we do. So thank you guys right. for doing that. This is fun. For sure. I guess we should plug our shows also. So, Miles, you've got The Distump and Toast of the Realms. That is correct. Yes, The Distump is all about movies and games and shit. And uh, Toast of the Realms is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Yee yee. Josh, tell them about your show, Four Nerds by Nerds. Yeah, I'm the host of the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. We are a twice a week show where we cover everything in nerd culture and we do a lot of movie commentaries and like Jeopardy episodes and, and news and reviews and all stuff like that. It's, it's super fun. And I, Chris, am the host of one of the three hosts for the Geek Peak podcast where we basically just talk pop culture in general. We do movie reviews, we play games. Uh, we drink beers and review them. We do song recommendations and in general, just try to save you time and tell you about the good, good that's out there in the pop culture, pop culture, multiverse. Hell yeah. All right. So, so we've plugged all our shows. So let's talk about horror. We all are big horror fanatics here and we needed just an outlet for just horror content, which I'm really excited to do the show with you because both of you, because we talked about this when we were planning this. I feel like this is going to open me up to even more horror movies that I haven't seen. And I'm really excited for that aspect as well as revisiting some of my favorites. Yeah, I'm super pumped. Yeah, you guys definitely like when we were comparing notes, you guys both watch movies that I've never even fucking heard of. And I feel like I watch movies that you guys have never heard of. So this is going to be a real mishmash. So um, (laughs) I remember when we were talking to like me and Josh were like, hate ghost stories, hate them, hate them. (laughs) Miles is like, yeah, me too. I definitely don't like it. But then a couple weeks later, he's like, all right, guys, I got to be honest with you. I love ghost stories. <laughs> I was a closeted ghost lover. I mean, I am. Like, mostly what I watch with that's ghost material, though, is those cheesy-ass reenactment shows. Oh, I love those so much. They're so <laughs> fucking bad. <laughs> So uh, we, uh, we're prepped for this by putting out our top five horror movies on a little list, and we're going to talk about them. But, like, I just got to say my f- top five horror movies, like I just said to you guys, it's like 600 movies. There isn't just, like, I can't say I only like one movie in this 19-movie franchise, you know? It's like it, they're complete works for me. How do you guys feel about that? For me, it's it's more like I, I totally agree with you. Like, for example, Saw is like one of my favorite franchises, but like they kind of all blend together because it's just a running story of just brutalization. So, I mean, I do have like a favorite out of them, but like as a whole, I just love the franchise. Yeah, pretty much. I struggled with my list a little bit because of that, because I was like, do I like this one better or this one better? I kind of like the whole series. <laughs> so, yeah. 
yeah, I, uh, my list is definitely higher than five. It was hard to hard to make a top five list, but. <laughs> So, I mean, let's talk about it. The franchise that I feel like we all are going to dip our toe into is the Friday the 13th franchise. And I wrote Freddy versus Jason. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Fucking great. Almost made my list. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a fucking classic. Instant classic. As soon as it came out, everyone was like, this is a fucking cinema event, you know? (laughs) It was a huge event. They had a fucking weigh in in Las Vegas between really? Robert England dressed as Freddy Krueger, full Freddy Krueger makeup and the guy playing Jason in full Jason makeup. And they literally like got on the scales. It was like a boxing press conference. That's awesome. What? Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'd buy that Funko Pop. That's why in the trailer for the movie, the girl says, it's Freddy versus Jason, place your bets. And then she doesn't actually say that in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, I forgot all about that. But man, that's a good movie. So, what uh, did you guys also dip your toes into the Friday Thirteenth on this list? I did not actually, even though Jason is my favorite horror icon. Like, <laughs> I just don't like the movies as much as some of the other. Like when I, my favorite horror movies are the ones that really scared the hell out of me. True, I hear you there. That is true. They're not scary. Like, not right, <laughs> it's not scary. They're just fucking great. Like. Especially if you cheer for Jason. <laughs> uh, I did, though. I Friday the 13th Part 6 is, is on my list. That's probably like number three if we're going in any sort of order. I just dragged yeah. us into it. So. Yeah, we can just stop openly and just cover our five. We'll do yeah. them all in order at the end. So we've been uh, we've been watching the Friday the 13th movies on your show, Josh, for Nerds by Nerds, and we're doing oh, yeah. commentaries on them, and I, we're up to the fourth one now, right? Well, by the time this episode comes out, we'll probably be close to the end. <laughs> oh, shit. So, like, I'm surprised that it it wasn't as huge of an impact on your list, but the fact that it made it is good, so I'm glad to hear that. What yeah, I mean, if we were doing, like, series, it would it would be probably, like, my top two. Mm-hmm. Would be my number two, like most beloved series. Right on, dude. So part six is Jason Lives, yeah, yeah. It's the fucking best. <laughs> okay, yeah, and is that the one where Tommy has some kind of like telekinesis? No, seven has a girl that has telekinesis. That's yeah. that's okay. That's my Actually. favorite one. That's, yeah, that's my <laughs> Miles loves that one. It's so good. I love that one too. She beats the shit out of him. It's amazing. <laughs> What else do you guys have on your list? So I don't think I've said any of mine yet. Um, I have at number five, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah. I freaking love, love, love zombies. I mean, like this was early on in Snyder's career. I think this was even before he did 300. This movie is sick. It has parts that are legitimately terrifying. There's just badass action and the zombies look awesome. Plus they're sprinters and just the whole idea of remaking a classic and making it a, you know, kind of a modern classic in my opinion for the zombie genre. I just can't say, I can't say enough good about this movie. Plus you got fucking Bing Rames. Fuck yeah, dude. Definitely my favorite zombie movie too. And like I had the DVD of that one. So like I, I even watched the, uh, it was like one of the first horror movies I got really into and I watched like the extra stuff on the DVD and it had like a video blog from Andy, the gun store owner. And like, <laughs> he's like talking to the camera from the beginning of the outbreak and everything. That's awesome. 
Yeah, that almost made my list. I really love that movie. <laughs> I went too. I went into the theater knowing nothing about it. My family was just like, oh, we're going to see them, this movie. You want to come? I was like, yeah, sure. And I started <laughs> watching. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. That little girl, <laughs> that dude's throwing out. <laughs> yes. Dude, the opening scene is crazy. So just before that movie came out, I uh, I would ride the school bus every day and we'd listen to the same radio show. And every week it was like, what's the number one movie of the weekend? Well, let's look. Of course, it's The Passion of the Christ. And it was like this for a long, long time to the point where they were like, well, Passion of the Christ, of course, is number one. So what's number two? So it really became more about like who's second best because Passion is just unseatable. It was months. And then this movie came out, and in its opening weekend, dethroned Passion of the Christ. The first one is another <laughs> zombie movie. It was crazy. So, yeah, zombie movie, dethroned Jesus zombie movie. Dude, the two best zombie movies out at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie, Dawn of the Dead almost made my list, and the original Night of the Living Dead almost made my list, because I fucking love that movie. And that <sighs> literally started everything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fucking George Romero, man. That guy's a genius. He is. Oh. I saw a dude walking down the street the other day that looked like him, and I was like, he's definitely dead, but this guy looks exactly like him. <laughs> he did, like, he's video back. games and shit. <laughs> dude, it's just like Tupac, man. Yeah, it was a hologram. <laughs> Do you think that's the first time he's been compared to Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> They're both renegades. <laughs> dude. Yeah, what video game was he in? Was he in the Call of Duty zombies the Call DLC? Of Duty zombie. Yeah, that shit was awesome. You couldn't kill. Well, you could kill him, but it was really fucking hard. And uh, he would only be <laughs> dead for a round. But I, I made that like my mission. You get to be Danny Trejo and Buffy the Vampire and shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy Call of Duty shit. That's awesome. They were doing that before Fortnite was. They were. That <laughs> was wild. So, uh, I guess, are we coming around the horn here? We'll just go in a circle. Uh, my favorite horror movie of all time is probably The Strangers. Yes! Bro, <laughs> Strangers is on my list as well. Is it? I, Fuck yeah. I have it number two. Good shit. Let's go. It is I, not on my list, but I do love that movie. It's, as fuck. it's so it scared scary. the shit out of me when I was a kid. I used to watch it it's over weird. and over to try and like know every beat of it so that I wouldn't have nightmares about it. And the day I, I one day I watched it like four times in one day, and I had the worst night terrors of my life. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I will overcome this. <laughs> and it defeated me. <laughs> so this movie is fucking legit. <laughs> You're like, I could- Stranger Things, where his step told him to stand up to a bully, and he tried to stand up to a fucking demon, and it took over his body. (laughs) (laughs) He made the complete wrong choice. (laughs) Dude, this movie is—I will say this: like, I remember the trailers coming out when I was like not like probably ten or eleven, and I had like a TV in my room, maybe maybe a little bit older, but like I was watching. It just came on the commercial where Baghead is just kind of like chilling out of frame watching her mm-hmm. watching Liv Tyler drink water and I remember <laughs> that was literally just so fucking disturbing to me and I that the trailer scared the shit out of me I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. I had to turn the trailer off multiple times because it, it was freaking viral campaigns so I was getting carpet bombed with it on Comedy Central it's <laughs> like please no more <laughs> that was the worst as a kid when like a horror movie trailer that actually scared you would be on TV 
Yes. It was popular. You'd be like, oh, God, it's everywhere. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Dude. So, I bed in 20 minutes. <laughs> so, I also, when I saw this, I lived in a house that had a big, like, um, from the second floor, had a big, like, uh, window over the door. And I'm talking, like, probably the size of our, like, of a front door, basically. And down the street, I lived on uh, in a development where like the ho- the housing crisis hit, so they stopped building. So mm. it was in this neighborhood, but we lived basically on on our own on this street. And like from my room, when I opened my door, I could see down the street with a fucking street lamp, and I swear it looked exactly like that movie. So <laughs> I was always horrified. I was like, if I see one person out there, I'm calling the cops. Like, <laughs> God forbid you're under that street lamp when I just randomly walk out because I'm calling the police immediately. <laughs> That's scary as fuck, bro. I'm surprised your friends did not fuck with you all the time. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. And like my friends who don't even like horror movies saw that movie like three times in theaters. It's a good ass movie. Scary. Either love it or you hate it. And I know a lot of people who hate it, but man, I fucking love it. I love it. What's your next one, Josh? Good pick, Miles. Uh, Candyman. Candyman, that's a good choice. It's so good. When I was a kid, like I had a clear like dividing line of like when I was young, my brother and my dad like tortured me with horror movies, and I was scared of everything. And then there was just like one Halloween time when I was like ten or eleven, I like made myself watch movies that were on like UPN and AMC and stuff. UPN. (laughs) What is UPN? Why do I? Why do I feel like I've heard of that in a fever dream? I can't remember what it got turned into. Like TBS, I think. Yeah, it got absorbed by something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, UPN used to show, used to have shows, and then on the weekends they'd just do like movie marathons. Yeah, that's how I saw some of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies was on UPN. I totally yeah. forgot about that shit. And them being edited like helped me like not be so scared. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the movies I was like, this movie's fucking awesome, <laughs> like because it oh. was like. It was. It had a really like interesting story, so I could actually focus on that. It was. I wasn't just focusing on all the stuff that actually terrified the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. So then that helped like bring the walls down, and then I started watching like more and more stuff. And now I love horror movies. By the way, the network it transitioned into is the CW. Ah, oh, there it is. Right, the W. Yeah, because CW used to be the WB, and then mm-hmm. Warner Brothers merged with UPN. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. The audience didn't know that they were going to get uh, business history lessons from High on Horror, but there it is. You're here for the facts. <laughs> Want to hear about the Warner Brothers Time Time Warner merger of the? <laughs> we can talk about. That. The year was 1997. <laughs> Boy, was that a good year in business! It was 2001. Bad things hadn't happened yet. Warner <laughs> sold his company. And that was the WCW. <laughs> Dude, I'll say this. And as far as getting back to the Candyman for a second, I thought the story was fantastic. And I cannot wait for Jordan Peele's Candyman. Right. That's one of my most anticipated movies this year. Yeah, it looks and it looks so good. Yes. It's gonna be scary as hell. And, and it, the bees. Oh, bees, are, bees are one of the worst bugs but also one of the best bugs it's, it's a love hate there too but jordan Peele- in fact uh to tony todd who plays Candyman, deathly allergic to bees oh my god really? and he had to have them in his mouth and shit for that movie oh my so, god 
they paid him a thousand dollars for every time he got stung. Wow. Because every time he got stung, he had to use an EpiPen. <laughs> so they're like, We're gonna, we'll give you a thousand dollars for every every sting you get. I mean, good on him. That's what put him on the map. But holy shit, what a brave, brave man. Yeah. How can you act? With a bunch of bees in your mouth when you know it could kill you. Like, I'd just be shaking in terror. Good lord. That's insane. Man deserves Oscars. He does. (laughs) Chris looks like he's going to throw up. (laughs) No, the the bees, man. I just think about, like, going to Blockbuster and seeing the cover of Candyman and just being, like, scared of the cover. Because it just had the bees on it. And I was like, why do those bees look so fucking evil? That was a huge (laughs) thing for me when I was a kid. Like, I would just, like glance at the aisle and it was like looking at the devil because <laughs> 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 I could just see so many like terrifying images <laughs> oh, Chris what's your next one that's fucking perfect Josh <laughs> <laughs> um, my next one is I'm going from five to one so I'm out of order <laughs> here but my next one is hereditary that's I... your number one no no this is number four Number four. Okay, sorry. Hereditary for me was so freaking disturbing. And it's just this different kind of horror movie that I was not mentally prepared for. And I feel like it's like opening the door for like a new generation of horror and like how horror movies are going to be made in the future. I feel like people are going to be like watching that in Midsummer and then creating movies like centered around the just this like consistent tension and like just very kind of art house horror i guess but i personally love hereditary and it's just so unnerving it makes you feel like you're watching something you're not supposed to i fucking love that movie it's it's a tough watch though it's not something that you feel good after you watch it like you gotta take a break afterwards just like relax and like chill out but my uh we went to see that in the theater and oh my my, uh, my lady's cousin had just died, and uh, he, she was seeing her aunt in grief. And then the scenes in that movie where it's just like raw grief that you have to deal oh. with, it messed her up so bad we had to leave. And then this is when uh, Movie Pass was a thing, so I just used my Movie Pass of the month, went right in, and finished it up the next day. But <laughs> it's, it's a fucking excellent movie, but it's so like real. It's yes. yeah. Honestly, part of it too, like, I'm glad you said that, Miles. Like, it is hard to watch, and I have only seen it once, but it oh, ranks really? as one of my top horror movies ever. My, I had never even heard of it, and my friend Brandon, who I do the Geek Peak with, he, he was, we were hanging out, and he's like, have you ever seen this? And I'm like, no, what's that? And he's like, we're watching this right now. And like, before he starts it, he just looks at me, he's like, I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> I learned. <laughs> I'll be watching it for the first time when we do it on here because I I missed that. I missed Midsummer. I'm, I have missed a lot of current horror movies. Oh man, that's that's a good one. It's like of the A twenty four movies, I think it's the best one. So right. it's but it's like I'm glad I didn't spoil too much. There's just some like really hard moments in that movie, but mm-hmm. yeah. Anywho, uh, speaking of movies with really hard moments, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> I love that fucking movie. Even though it's a little hokey pokey now, the writing is so sharp and Anthony Hopkins is so fucking badass. I just love that whole franchise is like my favorite. I watched the movies and then I read the books and I like the books better after watching the movies, which is kind of like weird and rare. But yeah, how do you guys feel about Silence? It's crazy. It's insane. That homeboy throws jizz 
girl's hair. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking wild. Dude, I ate his liver with some fa- fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> yeah. That movie cost him a marriage to Martha Stewart. Because she was so fucking freaked out by his performance in that movie. They broke up. Uh, I don't know if they were married, but they were like engaged or something. They were like really far into a relationship. And then she had to dump him because he freaked her out so much from being in that movie. Jesus. Yeah. How do you how do you have a girlfriend if you're if you're Anthony Hopkins right after Silence of the Lambs? (laughs) You don't like what woman's like, yeah, I want that guy to be my boyfriend. (laughs) Will you make that noise between my legs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Miles, my question to you is, is Silence of the Lambs your favorite out of the Hannibal series? Um, actually, no. My favorite out of the Hannibal series is they're all excellent. I love all of them, even mm-hmm. Hannibal Rising. But my favorite is probably Hannibal, the like the one that came out in 2000, because Gary Oldman's the bad guy, and he's a hundred percent unrecognizable. He's just incredible like to his face. It's Gary so- Oldman lives to look exactly opposite of what he normally looks like. Right. Like, I feel like he's more frequently someone who you've never would never peg him as than he is himself. Fucking incredible. He's incredible. So apparently like so his character is like missing eyelids and shit. So apparently that was his idea. He's like, is there a way you can tape open my eye and just like drip stuff into it? I feel like that would be creepy and stuff. And it's like, whoa, Gary, that's dark. <laughs> Dude, when he kills that cop in freaking Italy. Yeah. With the razor blade, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Depatsy. Yeah. I, I really <laughs> like that guy too. He's in yes. a, he's in Casino Royale too. Dude, my question to you guys, you said you liked Hannibal Rising too, which I also did. Yeah, it's not but a bad I, movie. I feel like it's a lesser liked one, but when he goes in on his sister. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Tough. Crazy movie. I really like Red Dragon. I think Red Dragon's real good. Oh, it's so good. Fucking everything about that movie that got Voldemort as the bad guy and shit. Yeah. Wait, is it Voldemort? Yeah, it's the guy who plays Voldemort. It's the bad guy in Red Dragon. Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes, yeah. Yeah, he's always oh, so good. He got and he does the hair lip thing pretty well. Dude, I need to rewatch that one. I feel like that one's the one that I like remember the least of. Oh, it's fuck. Wicked fucked up ending too. Though. The way like it's they so crazy. encounter each other at the end is fucking. You're like, holy shit. Yeah, the twist is wild. So, um, yeah, uh, who's next? Who, who, Josh? I think you. Were uh, I'll do since you guys talked about Hereditary. I'll talk about a more recent one. Uh, one of my list is A Quiet Place. I fucking love that. Yes, so much. That's a good movie. PG thirteen horror. Yeah, when I watched it, I was like, I don't know if it's because like I'm a dad, so like all the family aspect, like the kid dying and shit, and then like the like deaf girl thinking her dad hates her for it and shit. Like I was like, that movie stuck with me for like days and there's so many plot holes and stuff, which usually drives me crazy, but I don't give a fuck about it for that movie. And I don't know why. Cause I think it's just so well done. I can I agree mean, with that. Krasinski's acting in that film is freaking on point too. Yeah. Like there are just little things like, why don't you just move out of the way? Like, why don't you just quietly move out of the way if that thing's running at you from the distance? Like, you made a noise in one place. It can't see. It only goes by sound. Just kind of, like, shuffle to the left. (laughs) Slight little sidestep. Yeah, I, uh, 
I do like how they incorporate her disability as like one of the ways that they figure out. But like one of the plot holes that I always think of, I'm like, really, the U.S. military couldn't figure out that sonic weaponry would be effective against it? Seriously? <laughs> it is true. It's like, and especially like I saw the second one. And the second one, I feel like is just as good. Like it, it picks up it's right so up. Good. Off. But like when they show like how the monsters got there and I'm like, well, geez, how many fucking were there? Like, like <laughs> the whole planet this fast? <laughs> yeah, dude, literally. It went crazy. Like, I feel like there's definitely going to be another one. But Krasinski said that he is separating himself from the franchise and he wants nothing to do with it, even though he fucking created it. Yeah, he said the, the studio is like taking away his creativity. Mm hmm. But I mean, they did real good on the second one, so I was into that shit. Who's next? I think Chris is next. What's your next one? My next film is the 2013 remake of The Evil Dead by Fede Alvarez. That Ooh. movie slaps. It is so disturbing and so gory and gruesome. I feel like it's the epitome of a like modern splatter fest movie, and all of the gore is super well done. It has some really genuinely scary parts. And as a whole, it's just a really fun watch if you're a big horror fan. Um, that is probably one of my standards of like just excellent taste in horror movies if you like that movie, in my opinion. Have you seen it, Josh? I, I will speak on its effectiveness because I found it so disturbing that I shut it off about halfway through because I was like, Jesus, this is this is just too much for me right now. <laughs> Dude. It's intense. I was a single man, borderline alcoholic when that movie entered my life. And uh, yeah, <laughs> because, I, uh, of that movie. <laughs> because of that movie, that's right. Yeah. I turned into an alcoholic because of that film. <laughs> it's pretty intense though. Like I would just sit and I was slugging like fucking crowlers and growlers and shit. And uh, I would just, I sat and I watched that movie in a dark house where I was completely alone and I, the dog was there's was nobody here except me and i watched that movie in the dark in a house by myself and it freaked me the fuck out <laughs> the movie's yeah. so good he was masturbating the entire time i mean it might have ended there when that plant thing <laughs> happens with the girl it's a fucked up joke <laughs> dude that like and i like in the new one just the general like how they use basically her being an addict as a plot point to cover up why everybody's so freaking naive to this demon, like infesting mm. their soul or whatever. <laughs> yeah. She must just be tweaking. Yeah. Nice. They're like, it's, it's the lack of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, uh, the next one on my list is alien. Yes. Ah, thank you. It's not on my list, but I really was hoping somebody would say it. Like one of the, just in general, one of my favorite movies, horror or not, just is the perfect blend of sci-fi and horror. And it really, I feel like it created the genre. I know it was around, but this is like the first time it was like, whoa. It is great. That almost made my list. Like we talked about before, like I just got stuck on what would be number five on my list. I'm like, it could be aliens. It could be this. It could be that. Like, They're all so good. I have an honorable mention list that I wanted to bring up of just films that like I fucking love that just could not make the cut. It's 12 pages long. <laughs> <laughs> it's my manifesto. Yeah, I have a handful of them, too. There's no way we're going to get to all of this. <laughs> um, Josh, what's your next one? Uh, Jaws. I fucking Ooh. love Jaws. Let's go. Me too. That's my number one. Really? It, yes. It is. It's weird because it's. It's probably my favorite movie. 
but it's not my favorite scary movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense, but it is a horror movie. Like, a lot of people forget, like, that is a horror movie. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Dude, it my, scares me. My number one fear on this planet is sharks. Like, number one. You, you have no idea how long... I how much of my time I spend just thinking about sharks. <laughs> like I'm so <laughs> fucking scared of sharks and this movie may have played a role in that. Dude, this movie made me afraid to go in swimming pools, man. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> like this movie's effectiveness for being fucking terrifying made me afraid of water that would kill a shark if it lived in it. And I knew that and I was still scared. <laughs> I do it all the time. I'll watch this movie and go swimming in a lake, which I know is no way at all connected to the ocean. <laughs> I'm just like, it's going to get me. This is fucking <laughs> the song's playing in my head. You never know when a psycho drops a bull shark into a pond, you know, like <laughs> shit could happen. Dude, what movie is that? Shark Night? <laughs> shark night is one of those yeah there's yeah. one that's called bull shark that was on usa as a usa original movie <laughs> is that shark night night with a k like he's he's superhero <laughs> no that's the sequel <laughs> <sighs> chris what's your I, next one? Oh wait dude, is it that, was, that was it man that jaws it. seriously like I, i'm from florida and go to the beach regularly and that has been a long time fear of mine like deeply visceral fear that i was going to get mauled by a fucking great white same here i live in new hampshire and that movie's set in massachusetts which is the state directly below me and <laughs> we only have about a half a mile of actual shoreline in new hampshire so anytime i go to the ocean i'm like I'm like no i'm like just, i'll stay right here on the sand <laughs> <laughs> that's me too um well i have one more on my list and it is dog soldiers i've always wanted to see that everybody says it's incredible it's incredible chris have you seen it no what is (gasps) you guys it's the best werewolf movie ever ever hands down it's so good it fucked me up so bad because i watched it on the sci-fi channel and i was so thankful for breaks because it was it's just so intense to this day i I watched it when it came out which i think is 2005 so i'd have been 14 so to this day i still have nightmares about that movie it's a crazy movie i need to watch this I, I mean, I I'm gonna. Heard of this. I'm gonna put it on my list. I think of our propositions at the end here because it's fucking legit. <laughs> is it scary or just badass? It is both scary and badass and intense. And there's like some emotional moments. It's a really good movie. Oh my god! It's got freaking. Who is the Onion Knight? Yeah, Sir Daros from Game yeah. of Thrones in it. The Onion Knight. Yeah, the onion, uh, Davos. Yeah, Davos. Yeah, he's in it. He's a fucking asshole in it, but he's the best actor in the movie by far. So, oh I need to watch this immediately. I'm I'm glad he brought this to my attention. I think that it might be a good episode two proposition. Um, do we want to bring up any other movies before we move on to the final phase of the episode? My number one is uh, Halloween. Halloween. The, oh yeah. Thank it's, God it got in here. Yeah. Whenever, uh, whenever I think of horror movies, it's the first movie that comes to mind. I think it's the best horror movie in the world. It's really fucking good. When I think horror, it's his mask that pops up. Just boop, first thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love the entire. That's my favorite horror series. I think. Just really, 
it has like the best movies like throughout i think yeah like i love four i think four mm-hmm. is fantastic and if the mask was actually the same it would be like yeah i might like four better <laughs> the uh so that was uh is that h2o which one's the h2o h2o is seven seven oh jesus i have all of them on dvd and i accidentally own two copies of one and two so <laughs> do, do you like season of the witch then i don't mind season of the witch i just don't think it should be a halloween movie no i've never seen to... season of the witch it's actually a pretty decent horror movie it's just kind of like like for halloween time because it's all halloween based but it's just, <laughs> it just doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the movies yeah, they were trying to branch out and be like, we're going to just do a series and just call them all Halloween. And then it didn't work out because <laughs> they were like, oh, shit, we need to bring Michael Myers back. Yeah, that was the plan because two, even two wasn't supposed to have Michael Myers in it. Uh, John Carpenter's original plan was to make an anthology of movies and everyone mm-hmm. would be called like Halloween one, two, three, but they'd all be about a different event on Halloween night. So that's why like Michael Myers disappears at the end of the first one. Because they're just like, oh, he's just he's just out there. Who knows what happened? And then it was just going to move on to a new story you would never find out. And the studio was like, no, this did too well. And slashers are like a thing now. So you got to get back in there. <laughs> I thank God he did. There, I don't think there's a bad one of those movies at all. Like, they're all good. Well, uh, Resurrection is bad. It's, I mean, Buster Rhymes kicks him a bunch, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I like it. There's worse things in that movie than Buster Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 is awful. I hate the second yeah, one, true. but I love the first I was telling the guys before we started recording, the first one almost made it on my list because I just love how brutal. I'm really big into brutal movies, if you can't tell. Jesus. Like, like extreme <laughs> gore and violence. Like that's really disturbing to me. So therefore, in my mind, that makes a really good horror movie. So I thought he did a really good job with that. There's an amazing <laughs> fan edit of it on YouTube that you have to watch. Cause like it yes. keeps all that stuff, but it takes out all the unnecessary shit that Rob Zombie put in there. Like it starts with like the news report that he's killed his sister and stuff. Like so you don't have to deal with the fucking Oh, he has a really Maybe fucked up life. So, you, like, yeah, of course he'd become a fucking serial killer. Like, he's the worst life ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I actually, movie, I liked that backstory. But it's better if he's just a normal kid in a normal family that just fucking becomes a monster for no reason. That is like, true. It's scarier to no, think anyone would snap and, like, there. visiting your local trailer park and being like, oh, there's, like, six Michael Myers in here. <laughs> i will say when he beat that kid to death with the tree branch i'm just like oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah that, that whole movie is like i can't handle those two because they're so brutal and gory i maybe now i can because i i work with brutal and gory for a living but man when those movies were new i couldn't handle them just the stabbing and stabbing and stabbing and stabbing and stabbing and stabbing oh. it's like oh my god just doesn't fucking that's chill. how the, the texas chainsaw massacre reboots like the one with just and the prequel to that they're really good and i like them a lot oh my god but they're like mm-hmm. so hopeless that I fucking hate watching them because I'm like, man, this is just gory and depressing and fucking like these they ain't getting yeah, they're so good. <laughs> I think that's Michael Bay who does that movie. He produced. All He's of like them. behind most of the remakes to some degrees involves. 
I okay, so that's one that was on my honorable mention list is that Jessica Biel reboot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Something about Chainsaw just deeply <laughs> horrifies me. It's great. Scary and shit. people say it sucks now. Like people have this weird thing where they say certain movies suck now. Like one of the movies on one of you guys' lists, uh the I think Dawn of the Dead. People say Dawn of the Dead sucks now. And I'm like Everybody loved no, it when it all. came out. Like shut the fuck up. Uncultured. And Freddy vs. Jason. A lot of it's... people will say that movie sucks now. And I'm like, that movie's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's right. always fun to rewatch that. So uh the format of this show, when we are gonna be coming to a close here, I guess this is the second half of the show, probably. We are going to propose two movies. And uh, we're going to pick which ones we talk about. So we are going to be having a poll where you guys get to decide of our second choices, which one we're going to talk about. So uh, we each have come prepared with two things to nominate, I'm sure. We talked about it a while ago, but mine have both changed. So uh, (laughs) who wants to go first? Go for it, Chris. Okay, so my first nominee is The Thing. Oh, yes, that was on my list, and then I got rid of it, but it's one of my tops. The original, not the 50s original, but the John Carpenter, the thing. My second movie is going to be Hereditary, since Josh has not seen it. Hell yeah. All right, Josh, what you got for me? I will go with uh, the 1980s remake of The Blob. Have either of you ever seen that? I have, yes. It's a good movie. I have not. There's some good deaths in that. It's creepy as fuck. Blob's just like this pink slime like from Ghostbusters 2 that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and taking over this town and fucking like turns you into a skeleton and dissolves you and eats you when you when you get touched by it. Well that sounds freaking awesome. awesome. It's pretty (laughs) great. (laughs) That's what I aspire to be. And number two, I will go with I'll go with Wes Craven's new nightmare. Not even because it's one of my favorite movies. I just think there's a lot of cool stuff to talk about in that movie. So I think it would make a good episode. And I think it, it is a good movie. Uh-huh. I do like it. Um, I am going to propose Dog Soldiers. And yes. um, I wasn't going to do this to you, but I'm going to do it. I just, in the spur of the moment, I've made the decision to make Shocker my second choice. Wes Craven oh, movie. No. <laughs> uh, one of the worst movies ever made. And I think that would be super fun for us to dissect. I already did an episode on it with my show, but it's so much fun to talk about. I want to talk about it with you guys. Chris, you seen this? Have you seen this? <laughs> no. The man on death row who gets uh, the, the electric chair, but then like he has the ability to jump from like television to television. <laughs> I'm not doing it justice and with my can... description because it's so. Oh my God. He can turn into electricity and then he can like shock people and take over their bodies. But he always has a limp, even though he changed bodies. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking phenomenal. And once he wanted so, that to yeah. be a series of movies. He wanted to replace Freddy Krueger yeah, with this movie. Got, and it's one of the worst movies he got ever. Kind of fucked on the, on the rights to Nightmare on Elm Street. So he's like, I'll make a new one. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, the, so we got six choices here. We got The Thing, Hereditary, The Blob, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Dog Soldiers, and Shocker. Uh, let's talk about it. Which one do you guys think should be the first like official episode of this show? I am inclined to say Dog Soldiers because I love watching new things that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. But alternatively, I would say a really good starting point would be Hereditary. Just get right into how messed up the genre can be. 
I was going to go with Dog Soldiers or The Thing. I was going to go with Dog Soldiers or The Thing also, which puts... Um, Dog Soldiers, let's go! Dog Soldiers it is. Fuck yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe I won. Look at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, have you seen Dog Soldiers? No, I know of it. I knew what it was about and stuff. I just have never seen it. It's fucking hardcore, but like at the same time, you guys are going to watch and you're going to be like, Miles, this is a terrible movie. You're a fucking idiot, but I don't think so. <laughs> it's no, I've, really I've good. heard it's good and I've, I've always wanted to watch it. It's just like it kept jumping on and off of the like, streaming services, but I mm-hmm. fucking love Werewolf, so I'm, I'm all for it. Oh, I'm so stoked. I just saw Ginger Snaps for the first time last October, and I was like, "Damn, they need we need way more good like horror movies about werewolves." And then I also just saw American Werewolf in London for the first time last October. Oh my gosh, you've been sleeping I, on these. Yeah, I was like, "Why? Why am I not aware of these good werewolf movies?" Uh, I only saw American Werewolf in London for the first time when we did it on the podcast last year. That was really? my first episode I listened to of yours, Josh, that I can remember. I'm sure I had listened to some other stuff, but I remember t- messaging you about that and being like, dude, I just watched this. This is perfect timing for this commentary. I had only like I had seen all the important clips because it's, such mm-hmm. a, you know, it was such a, a marvel of like practical effects that you see the transformation scene all the time. You see the werewolf scene all the time. And there's other than that, there's not a ton in the movie. So like, but it's so great. I still haven't seen Ginger Snaps either. I keep meaning to watch that. So I'm pumped. Oh, that one's really good too. Yeah. Oh, that one's really good too. I like that one a lot. I love werewolf movies. Yeah, the werewolf movies. I feel like we did a little bit of injustice to Wes Craven by not even mentioning Scream. Yeah, or <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street proper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scream's all right. I'm not super into Scream. She's like this master filmmaker. Look at this pile of shitty made <laughs> you have one that literally has his name on the front of it though so that is true he pumped himself um, up there a little bit we should, we should tell the people a little bit about what else we'll be doing because we're not going to strictly do movie reviews we're going to do we'll do some cool concepts we'll do like uh like originals versus remakes and and we'll do like newer movie reviews like spoiler free mm-hmm. movie reviews for things that are in the theater and stuff like that Yes, we might even do some hypothetical conversations about like horror movie matchups, like Freddy versus Jason style stuff. Hell yeah. And also, uh, we have a one off D&D adventure that Miles will be DMing for us that is going to be based around one of our collective favorite horror movies, Cabin in the Woods. His whole place just lit up. Yeah, buddy. I'm a total fucking tabletop game nerd, so I've uh, I've got some role playing opportunities in mind that we could turn into some fun games that we play on this podcast too. So, and not, not just, just in the bedroom, and not just in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I would also love to do some horror movie trivia with you guys sometime. I think that'd be fun. Hell yeah, that'd be dope. We're gonna get yeah. super competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, as long as it's not classic video game soundtracks where I just get absolutely (laughs) butchered. By the way, that's that's our most popular episode on our show, and I hate that it is because it's like I'm so pissed editing that episode. I was like, fuck this. Fuck this stupid episode. Yeah, that one is something. I uh, that's I listened to that one too, ironically, and I I knew all the answers. And I'm like, come on, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Blood was spilled. All right, so thank you so much, everybody, for listening to the first episode of our brand new podcast. 
High on horror. We're really excited to be collabing and working together. I love these two guys. We all met through the podcasting community, and uh, we're really excited to be covering all of our favorite horror content. And be sure to check out my other podcast. It is the Geek Peak Podcast. It's available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. That's Geek Peak Like a Mountain. At the Geek Peak, we strive to bring you the best of the pop culture multiverse. We're going to show you some new songs. We're going to show you some new TV shows, movies, video games. You name it, we're covering it. We always try to save you time. Check us out. We're a content recommendation podcast. We also like to have some beers or some adult cocktails and have a good time. So be sure to check out our show. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at GeekPeakPod. And additionally, check out our website, GeekPeakPod.com. That's where we have all of our episodes hosted. We got pictures of our drinks. We've got links to all of our merch and our Patreon account. So be sure to check that out. And uh, thank you for the support. If you want to hear more from me and my friends, you can check out the Disc Dump Podcast. That's Disc With Us C. It's a show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? I have another show called Toast of the Realms, where I play Dungeons and Dragons with some of my friends. Please check those shows out. The Disc Dump and Toast of the Realms. You can also find my show, the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast, everywhere podcasts are found. We dive into everything in nerd culture. We do a lot of movie commentaries, reviews. We also like to dive into all the latest news and play games like Nerdy Jeopardy. It's a real fun time. We have episodes every Monday and Friday. You can follow us on Twitter, FMBN Podcast, and on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, FMBN, the number four and the letter U. Most importantly, though... Be sure to follow High on Horror on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, H on H Pod. Be sure to go give us a follow. And while you're at it, why don't you give us a like and subscribe and review anywhere you get your podcasts. We surely would appreciate it. But this was so great, guys. I can't wait to do it again. We will be back next time with our review of Malignant the brand new horror movie that we watched on HBO Max. And then the following episode, we'll dive into the movie we picked here today, Dog Soldiers. We can't wait for that. So for Miles and Chris, I'm Josh, and we will see you next time.